Good morning, America. Thank God it's Friday. You made it finally Friday, November the 3rd, 2023. Jeez. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Boss Big Show is now on the air at 107.1 and 99.7 FM on the terrestrial radio dial on the Boss app or at 107.1theboss.com. That's a big word this early in the morning. <laughs> I'm not even sure I know what it means, but <laughs> as far as I know, that's what that thing is called. So Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, you know, a lot of different ways to listen. I know people uh, people do long commutes in the morning, and they say, I listen on the radio, and then if I get some uh, go in the tunnel, I put you on uh, the app, and I listen that way. So there's a lot of mm-hmm. different ways to listen. We try to make it easy as possible to listen. You can turn on your TV and listen in your living room while you're having breakfast. That's true. It's just that easy. Amazing, isn't it? And yeah. you don't have to see us. <laughs> I wish I didn't have to see it. <laughs> Scrape the windshield kind of morning in a lot of spots. Mm. This weekend at the Barclays Center, you get the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. And I am hoping this is the last year of nonsense now that that creepy on winner is out of there. <laughs> Joe and I both have a experience with him. Not a not yeah. a friendly individual, very full of himself. Oh, no. Thinks that he should be the arbiter of everything rock and roll. Yes. But because uh, his attitude finally caught up with him, thank God there will be uh, a new committee. Out. And I, I am hoping now. And listen, everybody getting in this year is fine. But do I think there are people that should be in before Missy Elliott and Kate Bush and Rage Against the Machine? Yes, I do. Monkeys would be right at the top of that list. Chubby Checker would be on that list. So I'm hoping next year it's a whole different deal with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't know why I'm so fired up about this. I mean, I'm not getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but I just <laughs> I just feel as though we've got a lot of uh, a lot of our heroes, our legends that are still not in there. Hermits Hermits is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What? I mean, I mean that's ridiculous. That is crazy. Ridiculous. So listen, I mean, how long did it take to get Chicago in there? Uh, way too long. I think it was like yeah. two, what 2018 before they get yeah, in. Yeah, that's crazy. Ridiculous. That's ridiculous. So it's uh, well overdue that a lot of these uh, legends uh, get in there. And so, yeah, I mean, that's what the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is supposed to be about. So yeah, I'm, absolutely. I'm hoping it's a whole different deal. But he's out of the organization now. And so uh, they are doing the uh, the current uh, induction ceremony, which uh, then I think they put on HBO maybe a month from now. It's being taped at the Barclays Center over oh, the weekend. Oh, okay. So it's kind of funny. There's people out there protesting. Let's get the monkeys. Let's get the monkeys. <laughs> I love that. I'm a part of that. I'm a big monkeys guy. I think they should be in. Sure. I do think uh, the Rascals are in there. I know you're a big Rascals fan. Yeah. That's but. only because I met Gene Cornish once. <laughs> <laughs> Any celebrity give Joe two seconds, he's become a <clears throat> fan for life, huh? That was hilarious, though. That was that was many hours with him that night. Oh, that was a fun time. There were guys who do, you know, good loving, one, two, three, good yeah. loving, and he was the uh, one of the guitar players. Uh, by the way, he's a lead guitar player, right? Yeah, he was back a lead up, he, was, he did bat singing, yeah. too. He's, sung a he's not the lead singer on the songs, but you know, yeah. We keep, he's retired. We keep asking him to come out of retirement, do the blast off every year, because he'd be like, oh my God, it's a guy that does It's a Beautiful Morning, but we haven't been able to talk him into it now mm. for two years, so we'll see what happens this spring. <laughs> Try it again. Give it one more shot. Why we'll not? give it one more shot. You know, we'll tell him we're big fans of the monkeys getting in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, see how that does for us. That'll do it. We went out last night. We got some pictures up on our Robbie and Rochelle in the Morning Facebook page. For an event, our friend uh, Dr. Lombardi had the grand opening of that Lips and Drips place in Marlboro. Yes. We've been talking about it now for a couple of weeks, and the grand opening is on Monday, but he had a little soft uh, call oh. it office warming. House. Yeah, an open yeah. house, an open office house. warming party, if you will. So I threw on a sport jacket and went there, and you had all these fabulous-looking people with the fancy mm-hmm. dresses and high heels and purses and all of that. And I got to tell you, that was a lot of people for me to be around at one time. <laughs> <laughs> so you yeah. know what I, I make friends with the guy do I make friends with the guy in the back who's uh, catering the thing and it turns out <laughs> it turns out it's a guy that owns the uh, Osteria restaurant chain are you familiar with these Italian mm-hmm. restaurant chain oh boy so I was eating meatballs and getting the first dib on the uh, I had lamb shanks and 
shrimp. In the and, back? Yeah, in the back. So he's like, what are you doing? I love I, it. Well, I'm just checking out the meatballs you're making. He's like, come on back. Try them out. A lot of, lot of garlic, but boy, were they delicious. Joe, we're, we're at this event where there's, it's seriously, everybody there is gorgeous. They're just right. beautiful looking. When you walk in and everyone is beautiful, the men, the women, everybody is beautiful. But also, you kind of undersold how fancy a get-together this would be. I'm really glad well, I threw I on a sport know. jacket. I didn't know. I didn't realize it would be that fancy. And I'm, I'm glad that I, I ended up dressing up and putting some heels on because I was just going to wear my Nikes and call it good. Yeah. But we walked in and it's beautiful and we beelined it. There was an open bar for the bar <laughs> and then right to the Back and the only person that Robbie talks to is the caterer. <laughs> no, that's not true. I don't understand this, but people come up and make conversation with me, and I'm I, I don't like to make conversation at all. I'm not friendly, so I don't understand how it is that people think that I they am. Did. They wa- they walked up to you. I must have a friendly well, face. Uh, no, you don't. But it's it's the the thing is is that you're you're you know you're on the radio. You're people know who you are. I don't they think that's it. Talk no, to I don't you. think that's it. I don't think they, they had any idea who I was. I think people just like to make chit chat with me. I look like. Uh, I'm like uh, Andy Griffith, you know, people just are. <laughs> you know, it's funny. That's the first thing I think of when I see you. Absolutely. Andy Griffith. Is, is Sheriff Andy Taylor. That's, That's right. The first just... thing I think of. <laughs> so I do. I talk to people. I, this one guy, I met him for a minute. He's telling me his whole life story. His uncle just yeah. died. He's uh, He's got a new job. I'm like, all right, that's great. I, I got to go meet my wife at the bar, okay? <laughs> I don't know why we're talking or how this is happening, but. Anyway, great event, though. We'll give you a little bit more on that in a few. And uh, thank you to our friend, Dr. Anthony Lombardi, for the uh, invitation, because it was really for his uh, close friends and family and associates and some of his clients. And it was very thoughtful that he invited mm-hmm. us. And we certainly, certainly appreciate that. That was very cool. Right. Thank you also to Osteria for taking care of us so as well. Good. So that was nice. All right. Let's take a look at what's going on in the uh, big broadcast for today. Just telling Joe, we've got a very funny comedian. And he had not heard of him, and maybe you haven't yet, but I think you're going to hear of him because he's uh, been opening up for that Sebastian uh, Maniscalco. Yes. Very funny guy, comedian out of Chicago. will be at the Basie tomorrow night. Pat McGann will give you a little bit of that uh, chit-chat because we taped it yesterday. We'll do some dumb crook news. We'll do fun facts. We'll do... Um, what else are we doing today? He said, she said. Oh, yeah. We got that at 7.50. I'm trying to think of all the Friday stuff. It's a freak out to officially Friday kick off out. the weekend at uh, 8 o'clock. Yes. Uh, it's 7.10 this morning. Get your last chance to win them before you can buy them tickets. Go see John Mellencamp. The tickets go on sale later on this morning, 10 o'clock, for his show March 10th at NJ Pack. You can win those at 7.10. We'll do real or fake Florida headlines. Ross should be uh, checking in in just a minute with the horrible scopes. Mm-hmm. So we got a good one today. A good one every day. Right now, time for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Local businesses, organizations, putting on fun events. We share them all right here every morning, right about 6.20 and 8.35. If you have one you'd like us to mention, we'd be happy to do it. I tell you, I get more messages of people asking me to put things on the Community Bulletin Board. Yeah. They're fast we and furious. Yep. Yeah. And that's fine. You can text I, us. I love it. Anytime. 732-774-4444. You can send a message on Facebook. You can email me. Uh, our contact information is right up there. And you can also see where the Boss Roadies are going to be on tour. Get a complete list of station and community events on the Boss website. Here you go. The Tom's River Artist Community Toys for Tots drop-off location is now open. And that goes through December 14th, just before Christmas. So they get enough time to get those toys to kids in need to help them make the holiday season a little bit better. Drop off your new or gently used toys uh, for ages 17 and under. It's Tom's River Artist Community on Facebook for all the info. Not to question the Toys for Tots people, but what kind of toy are you going to buy for a 16, 17-year-old? Sneakers? Squishmallow. <laughs> they like the stuffed animals. What's a squishmallow? The pillow like, thing? Yeah, they like. I, I feel like they like stuffed animals. And t- video I mean, games, I guess? I like stuffed animals now. Yeah, <laughs> video games. Well, that's why, that's why you picked me. I'm like a giant stuffed animal. <laughs> Only I bite. Second annual Ocean County Foundation for Vocational Technical Education Turkey Dash is happening this Sunday. All the Thanksgiving stuff 
starting mm-hmm. to pop up here. Yeah. Starts at 8.30 in the morning at Barnegat Branch Trail. Proceeds benefit the OCT, uh, I'm sorry, OCVTS Foundation. That's the Student Scholarship Fund and Instructional Programs. <laughs> That's the OCVTSFoundation.org to sign up. There's a lot of letters. You want me to do it one more time? Maybe. Just make sure you got Maybe. it? Maybe, so If yes. you want to go to their website again, that's ocvtsfoundation.org to sign up. Second okay. annual Ocean County Foundation for Vocational Technical Education. I like it. Yeah. This is how I ended up with A lot of big a, words. How I ended up with a radio show and not as an educator. Not as an, <laughs> <laughs> not as an intellectual. Hillsborough Township PBA 205 doing their 23rd annual Stuff a Bus that goes on Saturday the 18th from 9 to 1. Hillsborough Shoprite they're collecting uh, non-perishable foods, toiletries, paper goods. All proceeds benefit the Hillsborough Township Social Services who distribute to needy residents just mm. in time for the start of the holiday season. Yes, you can visit their website for more info. That's Kennedy C. Actually, you do an email here, Kennedy C at hillsboroughpd.org for all the info. And thank you as always to our men and women in blue. We appreciate everything you do. And there's a couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB, the community bulletin board. Just like me, might not be the brightest, but pleasant feeling. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Mentioned we had an event last night, and we'll talk a little bit more about that in a second here. But uh, I'll tell you, Joe, I do not like the winter. Rochelle knows this. I, I hate the winter. I love to go sun myself. I love summertime. But for one thing, I do like this time of year I can start wearing the sweaters. Because then I can wear a shirt that otherwise would not fit. The buttons don't really <laughs> right. fit over my big right. gut. And yep. I hide it right under the sweater. Do you ever do this? Yes. All the time. See, I think this might be a dude thing because yeah. I Rochelle said, Well, it's gonna be it's untucked. It's gonna it's gonna the collar's not gonna look right. It, right. I she said it's probably that. uncomfortable. I said it doesn't matter. I get to and especially when you take a picture, if you're going to an event, you figure you're gonna take a picture. It's nice to be able to wear a different shirt that you don't wear all the time because you can actually get away with not buttoning it all the way. I mean, I think I had just the top two buttons and that was it with the shirt I had last night. I just put the sweater on right over it. Oh, I've never done that money. This is only two buttons button. That's that's that shirt's too small for isn't it, man. That, you gotta get rid of it. Isn't yeah, that called a dicky? <laughs> Remember no, those things? Yeah. Isn't that called a dicky? Isn't that basically what that is? It's just like the yeah. top of the collar that goes underneath your shirt. Like there's an actual yeah. thing yes. called dickies. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I suppose that is what it is, but this is an this is just a shirt that doesn't button because I'm too junky. <laughs> I just feel like that would be so uncomfortable to no, have. No, you don't like, feel you don't feel it at all. You don't feel like more of a breeze in the middle of your stomach? No, because I got a big sweater <laughs> over it, so it's okay. I was adjusting yeah. my collar quite a bit because it, it moves in a different way because it's not buttoned and it's not tucked in your pants because it's, right. you know. Would it be better if we just cut the shirt so it is a dicky? <laughs> you know, yes. I think actually I hadn't considered that, but yeah, I think it, it, it probably would. Or you could take a trip to the uh, DXL store. And get on over to uh, right by there, by the mall, across the street from the mall there in uh, wherever that is, the Ocean County Mall, uh-huh. and uh, and go in there and maybe get some uh, clothes that uh, fit. Well, first of all, I'm cheap, as you know, so I try to avoid uh, spending money when I don't have to. And then secondly, uh, I, I have this delusion that I'm somehow going to fit into these shirts again. And same with pants. I got a couple of pair of pants that are, you know, a lost cause. But I have this delusion that somehow um, I'm going to lose weight you know, and I'm going to fit in these shirts again. Because some of them are... You know, like three sizes too small. I've had them for years, you know. Well, it's probably time to get rid of them anyway. Yeah, yeah. it's time to get rid of those. I'm telling you, that DXL, that's a great store. It is a great store. great store. I love the uh, Shaquille O'Neal clothing line. It sounds like I'm joking. That's JCPenney. But but Shaq makes great clothes if you're a big, tall, (laughs) husky fellow like me, you know. (laughs) 
Or we just get you a bunch of dickies. That's what I. That's what I need is a bunch of dickies. Yeah. Have them hanging in your closet. I used to work for a bunch of oh, dickies. As I know, fact, yeah. and they, yeah, and <laughs> I was going to say something. I should. And that was the same way I felt when I see the bill. Well, speaking of uh, outfits, listen. There's a picture this morning, and I'm. You know her face. I don't know if you remember Stevie. It was uh, Emily Hampshire's the actress's name oh, yeah, from that yeah, uh, yeah. Schnitz Creek show. Yes, you know, the yes, show with the yes. levees. Very funny show. She dressed up like Johnny Depp for Halloween. And the picture is very funny. She she somehow looks like Johnny Depp. Because I wouldn't have known who it was if they didn't have the side-by-side with her, you know, her face that you know from the TV show. Mm-hmm. But she's getting uh, met with some resistance. You know, people giving her stuff. She had... Uh, a fake turd in the breast pocket as a joke because of that whole thing when Amber Heard supposedly left him a present in the bed, you know, yeah. during their big divorce trial and all of that. And so now she's apologizing and saying <laughs> she didn't mean to be offensive and the uh, critics are Who's making... Who's offended oh, by this? No, Who's offended Who's by Who's offended that? by Stop this? It. Well, people that think that uh, Amber is a victim and, you know, maybe... It's a Halloween Stop costume, it. you know? Don't apologize. But Don't she's apologize. the one who pooped in the bed. Well, that's right. right. Well, she claims that she didn't and that she was abused. And so I suppose I can understand. But, but he made the same claim. Yeah. We weren't there. That's a funny costume. I'm sorry. She put a piece of it poop is. in her pop- pocket. That's yeah. hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> then you call up your uh, assistant and say, listen, can you run into the party store and buy me one of those little <laughs> fake plastic pieces of poop? Where does one buy piece, pieces of fake oh, poop? Oh, the party store uh, sells those. Yeah. Party store sells uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure they're everywhere. Yeah. I somehow I know, but this is what I do know. I, I don't know where to buy shirts, but I do know you yeah. go in Party City and they sell a the little they fake, fake the little gag poop that you can put on someone's chair is a, you know, right next to the whoopee cushion. It's in the whoopee cushion <laughs> aisle. Ah, ah, but okay. listen, Emily, never apologize, never apologize for your Halloween <laughs> it's in, costume. It's in the whoopee cushion aisle. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you'll find it, right in the whoopee cushion aisle. Oh, right with a little uh, boutonniere that squirts water yep. in your face. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I learned something, and I'm always learning things about Rochelle. That's one of the things that keeps it interesting between the two of us. And I still have things I am yet to learn, yet to know about you. Yeah. But you shared with me that you may actually hold a Guinness World Record. And I love Guinness World Records. You do. Every time we hear about one, I make a point to throw them in the Fast Five. I'm fascinated by people that do these kind of extraordinary things than getting a record books, even if it's just a little footnote. I love the Guinness World Records. What do you think you might hold a record for? Well, it's not just me, but I participated in a group activity several years ago with Lola called the Great Diaper Change. What is that now? And it was a group, it was a huge group across the country of people using cloth diapers, all changing a diaper at the same time. So it was the most number of cloth diapers changed at one time. Across the whole country. Across the whole country, done at several different locations where there was a Guinness person present at each of the locations locations to account for each of the people doing the diaper changing. <laughs> well, that sounds very official. And so I was I was a part of that. Though I I did it. I had fun. We took photos. I don't recall ever looking in the Guinness Book of World Records to see if my individual name was actually listed. Okay, in well, it. I went ahead and did that. Oh, you did? And I was not able to find your name. Okay. And I was also not able to find anything about this diaper change. They have several entries that are about mm. diapers, but... Nothing I could find, at least in the uh, the online edition, that had to okay. do with this. So, well, maybe I, I, we maybe we did not su- successfully change enough diapers <laughs> at the same time. I'm not sure. I just know that I took part in that. No, I understand that. I wonder maybe if they don't include. You know, it's like the Grammys, where the guy, the best sound technician on right. a bluegrass album or something, is not necessarily on TV. Well, right. he should be, but but he's not. You know what I mean? There, I mean, there were thousands of people. So yeah. my guess is, it's like it, caddy for Weird Al Yankovic, right. not necessarily included in the broadcast. Right. Right. So I. Let me ask you this. Did uh, Lola wear cloth diapers? You were a cloth she diaper did. person? 
Yeah, both her and Grayson wore cloth diapers. I'm, I think I'm opposed to the cloth diaper. Really? Yeah. I understand <laughs> that uh, the regular diapers, the Huggies and the Pampers yeah. and all of that are expensive, but... This is supposed to be more... Uh... Uh, well, I mean, th- no, they were. It was an expensive investment initially, and the reason I did it for them was because they had very sensitive skin. It really didn't have to do with anything environmental because huh. I, I'm lazy, and I would much rather <laughs> just throw them away. Well, beyond that, I would just think it would know, be like the cat where there's a bit of a, a smell and less sanitary, uh, right? Cause... No, you wash them. I mean, you put them in the washer and you wash them. Oh. There was no smell. I wouldn't have put them on them if they smelled. Because a cloth diaper is essentially jockey shorts like... No, they're like I the wear cloth and... diapers that are around now are not like they're not. You don't use a safety pin. It's oh. not. No, they're snaps. They're. I mean, I'm picturing whole... the New Year's baby. Is that? Uh... No, it doesn't look like that at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> or the little kid from Rugrats doesn't no, look anything like that. Doesn't oh, no. There's right. no safety pins. There's well, no no. It's it's and they're I'm like twenty six bucks a piece. Sorry to tell you that you uh, you're not in the Guinness Book as far That's as I can okay. see, and uh, you know maybe in Ripley's Believe It or Not. Stop your work. Just get up and start singing. Come on, it's Friday. When it's happy hour, let's all go out drinking. Come on, it's Friday. End of the week, we've been working together. It started out on Monday and it kept dragging on. Five o'clock is coming, we'll celebrate together. Let's get some margaritas and make sure they are strong. Working too long, now it's time for relaxing. Come on, it's Friday. Let's hit the bars and maybe we'll get some action. Come on, it's Friday. Come on, it's Friday. Come on, it's Friday. I really know nothing about children at all. It's just uh, <laughs> really staggering. No, you might think you're having a week. I am having a week. As a matter of fact. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I'm not wearing the orange jumpsuit. Not that's yet. A, that's a good day. <laughs> you never know, the afternoon is young, right? <laughs> Time for Dumb! Mm, quick news, we have our crack team of researchers. All one of them search the police blotters from sea to shining sea. Look over these uh, troubling stories of your award-winning fellow citizens who have wronged their county, their state, their country yes. by committing these crimes, and now they're incarcerated. We call it dumb crook news. North, south, east, west, sometimes across the border, across the pond. Dateline! Oh boy, we're starting in Miami, Florida. Mm. You know it's going to be exciting when it starts in Florida. Florida. 44-year-old woman stole a fire truck last Saturday. It's already good, isn't it? <laughs> well, for some reason, the fire chief had let her spend the night at the station. We don't know the details of that. No, we at do not. At some point in the morning, she took off with the truck, ran out of gas. Policemen showed up the side of the road. The woman pretended to be a volunteer firefighter who was out <laughs> in a job. He looked into it. Turned out, no, she is not on the fire department's roster. So he arrested her, charged her with grand theft, fraud, and impersonating a firefighter. Now, it's unclear why she took the truck and why she was in the fire station overnight. Yeah. So here's, here's what I'm going to say. If I'm the judge and I'm looking through this case, I'm going to say, I agree with you, officer. She was impersonating a firefighter. And yes. I'm also going to agree with you that that's grand theft for taking the fire truck right. when you're not a member of the fire department. Right. My guess, though, is she's got a thing going on with the fire chief. Mm-hmm. And the two of them had a little argument. Uh-huh. And she went, oh, really? Right. And gunned it with the fire truck. What it sounds like. Yeah. There's there's more to this story. I don't think there is. I think that's exactly well, what happened. I think I figured it out. Maybe. I just I just matlocked this shit, yeah. okay? <laughs> <laughs> I got the whole plot figured out. Okay. Well, I don't know where we go from there. Oh, I sure I do. It's Atlanta, Georgia, our dateline. 19-year-old James Brown. <laughs> 
course, James Brown. Of course, not that James Brown. <laughs> this is the hardest working guy behind bars. Mm. He was arrested for doing donuts right in front of the police department headquarters in his truck. <laughs> they picked him up, charged him with reckless driving. Aww. It seems to be a pattern for him because this is now the third incident of reckless driving on his record. Oh, no. When asked for comment, he said, <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be locking you up, <laughs> charging you with a crime. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Maybe we'll get you out on bail. I know you do. There's 19-year-old James Brown. Yeah. How about we go back to Florida? How's that sound? You know, right. it's always Florida. Florida. St. Petersburg, 46-year-old woman facing charges after accidentally hitting a random person in the face with her burrito. <laughs> How do you accidentally hit somebody with your burrito? She's eating a burrito, having lunch with a man, and the two of them get into an argument, according oh. to observers. She went to throw the burrito at him, accidentally hit somebody else. Man, I can see how this could happen. <laughs> can if, you? Yeah. Can you see how that could happen? <laughs> you, you get in an argument and you hit somebody with your burrito? Listen, I can see how... I can see how two lovers may have a quarrel <laughs> and you get upset and you forget that you're in public and you go to smack them and you accidentally smack somebody else and Absolutely. now you're facing legal charges, yes. right? She was also arrested uh, last month for punching this man in the face. Those charges were dropped when he wouldn't press charges. After the uh, burrito mm. incident, she left the restaurant, but police tracked her down when they were called and they described her as non-cooperative. <laughs> Amazing her relationship is not working out. Amazing. <laughs> She's charged also with disorderly conduct. That would probably hurt. And burritos can be heavy if it's hot. There's hot cheese and bean yeah. in there. That's painful. Well, she already punched him in the face, so he knew to duck when the burrito That's came true. flying. That's true. Poor other person just <laughs> minding their own business, having a little margarita. Bam! Burrito to the face. You, what a story. You come to work the next day, you say, you know what happened to me yesterday? Yeah. I was hit in the face with the burrito. You know what happened if that was Rochelle and I and Rochelle got hit with the burrito? Oh, that would not be good. That woman's going downtown. That would not be good. <laughs> Police would not have been able to get there fast enough. No. Dayline, Omaha, Nebraska. There's a Craigslist scam that's going on there. It led to a woman unknowingly robbing a bank and another person unknowingly attempting to rob a bank. Well, the scam starts this way with a job posting to take care of someone's sick family member. You've seen these online scams, right? Mm-hmm. Employers then ask the woman to go to a bank and hand over the phone so instructions could be given to the bank teller. Then the person on the phone threatens the teller, tells them to give the money, could be deposited into a Bitcoin okay. account. Here's Lieutenant Kyle Steffen talking about this whole scam and how they shut it down there in Omaha. Well, the initial reaction, we were somewhat surprised. After the first one, we were definitely on the lookout for. And so anytime that uh, they start asking for money to be sent online, that's uh, the biggest red flag that jumps up. Yeah, I would yeah. say so. Yeah. Very straightforward. Yeah. Maybe Captain Obvious. Don't put your credit card numbers online. Probably a good idea. Probably a good idea. You know what's interesting here is that the person who's at the bank who then says, hang on, I want you to talk to them, they say, over the phone, put it all in the... Yeah. I mean, they're not. there's no gun in the security cam footage. Maybe so why didn't would... the bank teller just say, <laughs> and then call 911 with your cell phone? Maybe it's protocol that if someone does that just to comply and then press your little panic button underneath? Once again, what would Rochelle do in this situation? Oh, yeah. No, you're not getting any She money. would just immediately drop kick him in the jaw. Yeah. yeah. Let me... You better have the gun to my head because it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. And finally, we go back to Florida yet again, <laughs> this time to Clearwater, because it's always Florida, Florida, quite literally this time. 24-year-old Michael Brennan got arrested on Wednesday after he used stolen credit cards to book a 17-night stay at a vacation home. <laughs> Cops found a bunch of credit cards, IDs, social security cards oh, that all belonged no. to other people when they raided the house. When they booked him to jail, they asked if uh, he had drugs or contraband on him. He said no. They did a strip search and found a 22 caliber bullet oh. hidden in his butt cheeks. 
Oh, no. Turned out he had a felony charge for introducing contraband into a detention facility as well. <laughs> He's been released, though, on $15,000 bond. Certainly hope he got some rest and relaxation during the time yeah, he was in the vacation home. I just, what is he going to do with a bullet? He's got one bullet. If you don't have the gun, what are you going to do? Are you going to throw it at somebody? Yeah, Why you know what's really, that? you know what's interesting about that? He must have grabbed it during the raid because he's at a vacation oh. home by himself with all of these fake passports and such. Yeah. So if you're by yourself at your hideout, why, right. do, you, why do you have a bullet up your behind? What are you going to do with why that? Why is the bullet in your butt? He must have mm. grabbed it, stuffed it up there on his way out. <laughs> I'm keeping this for good measure. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully he washed his hands. Ugh. Dumb crook news. I thought I was in need of preparation, H. That's- That does not sound pleasant. Tonight on The Golden Bachelor, things get dirty when the ladies mud wrestle for a one-on-one date with Jerry. But the fun is short-lived after Evelyn breaks a hip, Betty snaps her oxygen hose, and Gladys dies. Later, Mildred opens up about the death of her first husband at Gettysburg. And then, an unforgettable rose ceremony where Jerry sends four women home. But three can't hear him because they forgot their miracle ears. What did he say? And the other didn't know she was on a TV show in the first place. Malarkey, you big kabluna. That's all tonight on The Golden Bachelor. Over to Celebrity Hotline, very funny new comedian. You've seen him opening up for Sebastian Maniscalco. It's Pat McGann. Pat, good morning. How are you? Good. How are you, Robbie? I'm doing fine. You get a big show this weekend at the fabulous Count Basie Center for the Arts in Red Bank. Perfect place to uh, do a show. Perfect place for comedy. So are, you've been to you've been to Jersey before. That's a silly question on my part, right? I've been to Jersey. Uh, yeah, some people may see me open for Sebastian Maniscalco there, um, but I've done a couple of clubs in the area, the Stress Factory, um, and the Jersey. Just you know, just to check out the sites too. But uh, work wise, I've done some shows in town. Um, I was very much looking forward to, to being at Red Bank because I've heard a ton about Count Basie. And I know I mentioned uh, Sebastian earlier, but he in particular, I know, loves that menu. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people have uh, told me that it's, it's a great spot. So very excited about being in town. Yeah, it's a, it's a great theater. We do a lot of stuff there, so you're going to have a good time. Uh, tell me about uh, getting to know Sebastian. Tell, him, tell me about your buddy Sebastian. So, yeah, I met Sebastian uh, here in Chicago where I live. Uh, we met at Zany's Comedy Club. He was at the point of his career where he was really starting to sell out comedy clubs. And, um, you know, he's from Chicago, and I think that he felt really connected to that home club. Uh, and I was a house MC there, and that's where we met. And uh, he started asking me to work, for, you know, work the road with him a little bit. And um, we've been together for, you know, he's had me open for him for, the last you know, several years, so it's been incredible to see him go from you know that, that club scene to smaller theaters, big theaters, and then you know arenas. Now, um, you know, even Madison Square Garden, obviously, and I saw him do four shows there in two nights, and they were flipping the garden like they do a comedy club. <laughs> pretty amazing. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm. No, I don't. Uh, I don't know a ton about him, but I think he started when he was young. I was reading your bio, and you didn't decide to become a stand-up comedian until you were into your thirties, which seems like a crazy plunge to take. I mean, people must be telling you you were crazy to to do it, but you know, where did the idea come from? Where did when did why did you decide to do it? Yeah, I'm definitely late vocation. I was in sales. Uh, I just was never like a on stage guy. I was fearful of getting in front of a big crowd, and you know, I was always like, you know, had a funny comment all my buddies were funny too making these comments and you know i 
I always loved comedy, uh, enjoyed it, but never saw myself on stage. But uh, it kept gnawing at me. And after being in sales for several years, I was like, I mean, give something else a shot, you know? It was hard to compete with the internet. Once the internet came out, my sales gig kind of dried up. <laughs> now, are you the kind of guy that was making jokes when you're supposed to be having a serious conversation about numbers in your previous career? <laughs> yes, right. I'd always uh, would take those uh, the conference room into a different direction, you know, never really buying into all the, uh, the company rah-rah, but, uh, you know, I also enjoy the work environment. You know, being in an office and you know, being with people from all over, uh, it was kind of cool, yeah. I enjoyed going to lunch, that's for sure. <laughs> now, you did a comedy special. It's called uh, when Mo- uh, When's Mom Going to Be Home? Uh, you're from Chicago. Tell me a little bit about growing up. What was your family life like as a kid? I imagine that informs your comedy a little bit, your crazy family. Yeah, I mean, I grew up in a very Irish Catholic neighborhood. People were having a lot of kids, you know, maybe not as much. <laughs> you know, not, not as much as our parents. Like, they, you know, my parents are both from huge family. That's when they were having, like, nine kids. That's when they were, like banging it out in this country. Now they're, everyone's <laughs> pulling out. Like, hey, this is super expensive. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, I love those big families. I was like, how does that even happen? Like, how do you have 11 kids? Like, that night, have a number 11, you know? Like, well, babe, I got seven of them down. <laughs> well, I'm sure you had aunts and uncles uh, that would. Tucker out, yeah. I'm sure you had aunts and uncles that would talk about how uh, you know, they remember their parents saying, "You're 11 years old. You got to go to work now. You know, get a part time job, and then give me the money to put it toward the family." It's crazy that that's really not that long ago that people would do that with their kids. Oh yeah, they had to go out and kick back to the family, put it in the pot. Yeah, they were all living in a two bedroom house, nine of them, and we had cousins moving in and moving out at random times and. Yeah, it is funny to think about how much uh, everyone had to lean on each other back in the, in the day just to get through. And uh, we, we kind of take that for granted now. So that's what's fun about coming out and getting to, you know, getting to do shows is you, you relate to people you talk about, you know, what it was like growing up and where we're at now and where we're headed, which is kind of insane, you know? A little bit. Um, but, um, you know, it's um, it keeps it all kind of, flowing for me to, to talk about those things growing up Irish Catholic being in you know a, a big city but also living in like a neighborhood and you know not being a dad so um I kind of went from being a gopher as a kid to like now I feel like I'm a gopher for my for my <laughs> like, right I never really got a caddy where was my gopher <laughs> Well, that's what, I think that's what we're saying here is that it's just crazy how you had to go to work when you were 14, 50 years ago, and now you're on TikTok and dad drives you every place you want to go. You know, like you're, it's like being Arthur. You're not kidding, man. I need to get like a, a hat because you know, I do feel like a driver. And you like put a special hat on and just say, where are we headed today? Let me go. What time do you, let me know what time you need to be at theater. Let me know what time you have to be at. I mean, the whole calendar is filled up every day with their nonsense and that's all I think about. How old are your kids? Or you have one kid, two kids? Three kids. Uh, Three? Wow. 11, 10, and 9. You got a lot of going on in your house. I got a uh, I got a 13 year old stepdaughter. Let me tell you, that's a lot of drama. So I can only imagine you got three of them all around the same age. No, no, no. All good. All good. Going to be a great show on Saturday night. I want you to say hi to Ronnie. He's the head of security over there at the Count Base. He's going to take good care of you, and people should get tickets uh, and come see the show. So 
man, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Hey, I am very much looking forward to this one, and I uh, appreciate you having me on. I'm definitely going to say hello to Rodney. Um, he's going to make us all feel very safe that night at the Count Basie. It's going to be uh, a wonderful night. So You're quite welcome. There he is, Pat McGann. That's funny. He's the chauffeur. He's, he's for, not wrong. He's the chauffeur for his kids. He's got a hat and a suit and everything, yep. like driving he's Miss absolutely Daisy. right. Absolutely right. Not wrong. That's a funny guy right there. (laughs) Uncle Ross Britton, with a look at the weekend and the week ahead, it's your horrible scopes this Friday. Morning, Ross. Aries, a Venus-Neptune opposition today can bring problems or wonder. Something could deflate you related to work, your dream world, or health, but it's only temporary. This may only be part of the story, mm. and there's no need to push to know everything just yet. Push or pull. Taurus, today's Venus-Neptune opposition might lead to up-and-down emotions, mainly related to your romantic life, friends, creative projects, and dreams or visions may require you to regroup today. Fine. Gemini, today's Venus Neptune opposition makes it a better day for reflecting and resting than pushing forward. Social or romantic issues can feel larger than life temporarily and confusion about long-term goals can interfere with the productivity in the present. Oh no. Cancer, with today's Venus-Neptune opposition, there may be some confusion surrounding directions, goals, instructions, and conversations. Watch for sugarcoating things. Mm. You might defer important decisions and discussions to a better time. Sugar. Leo, today's transits remind you of areas of your life where you might need fresh inspiration. On the other hand, avoid lending money or valuables or making significant financial decisions for now since it can be hard to see a financial or relationship matter clearly. Hmm. Virgo, with Venus opposite Neptune today, you could swing from seeing things as you wish them to be to seeing them in a discouraging or unflattering light. It's best to be moderate or cautious with money and people matters. Libra, with Venus and Neptune in opposition today, it's not easy to draw conclusions or get closure on a matter. Aim to dream, be inspired, and create, but be cautious with your practical affairs. Distractions are likely, and disorganization can make you feel lost or behind. Scorpio, today's Venus-Neptune opposition can push a realization that bumps someone or something off their pedestal. Problems related to boundaries with lovers, friends, or children can be an issue if you've been letting things slide to maintain good feelings or peace. Sagittarius, that transit today can magnify confusion about a particular plan, goal, or project. Use it to reflect and consider whether your dreams and ideals need some updating. For best results, take the time to understand your feelings on an issue before going all in. Capricorn, there may be confusing or mixed signals to decipher or the need to rethink some ideas or plans today. Be conservative with your expectations along social, financial, and romantic lines, and don't Don't jump into something without considering all the facts. But I want to. Aquarius, (laughs) while this Venus-Neptune opposition sometimes marks a disappointment, it also encourages you to see issues a little differently, which is rewarding. It's best to observe rather than take action with this aspect temporarily blurring the lines. And finally, Pisces, misunderstandings are possible with today's Venus-Neptune opposition. Consider that it's not an ideal time to make big decisions based on your feelings of the moment. It's best to aim to be as honest with yourself as possible, as this is the key to building faith in your instincts. Mm. And those are your Friday Horrible Scopes. All I want to know, I heard blurred lines. What rhymes with hug me? That's what I want to know. Thanks, Ross. Get out of bed and get 
Get on up, it's time to pour yourself a good strong cup There's a morning show for your riding Just eight more hours in the loony bin And it's time to spend your hard-earned bucks On booze and strippers and fire trucks Come Monday morning if you've done it right You won't remember a single night And there's a morning show To take you there, you know Yeah, there's a weekend on its way Money Music Monitor. You've heard us talk about this. We got a little machine. We're plugging in here. Call it the Free Money Music Monitor. Right? Mm. With our music playlist, right? So we fire it up. We're going to start doing it Monday. We'll do it every workday, every Monday through Friday, every weekday, I should say, between uh, 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. We'll do it at 8, 1, and 5. And when we fire it up, you got to keep track of the songs that play until we deactivate it. And say, you know, it goes for three songs. You keep track of those three songs and you call us back and we'll get you Qualified wow. for a $1,000 weekly bonus. We'll get you a Visa gift card just for getting through and telling us the songs. Huh. The free Money Music Monitor begins Monday. And again, it happens at 8, 1, and 5. Just keep track of the music. Win free cash from Jersey's Free Money wow. Station. Again, Monday, free money and a weekly $1,000 bonus. That means you'll be one of the people in the pot for a grand every week right through the holiday season. Just think about that. A little extra money. Pay the bills. Buy some holiday gifts. Come on. Not too bad. That's a lot better. Thousand bucks a week coming up. I love giving away Big Boss Bob's cash because it just makes him crazy. So it'll be good. Yeah. We'll Merry start that Christmas. Start Jeez, that up on that's Monday. awesome. Isn't that good? Yeah. So do you hear that uh, Beatles song, Joe? The new Beatles song. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. 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 I think that's kind of the. I'm gonna play a classic. Meh. A classic Beatles song on the freakout. The freakout's on the way to officially kick off the weekend. Eight o'clock this morning. So if you're you're, you're hankering for some classic Beatles on no. the radio, no. I got that coming up for you. And right now, I was thinking we we're gonna do uh, Real or Fake Florida. But I'll tell you what, uh, because we had a bunch of Florida stories in the uh, dumb crook news today. What do you think we do? Uh, strip club or daycare? <laughs> oh jeez. Oh jeez. All right. So I get the names of some real strip clubs. Uh-huh. Joe's been to all of them. Joe and Kermit been to all of them. Yeah. No. 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 And some of them no. I've made up. And just some of them. Some of them are actual names of, them, right? of, uh, of daycares, okay? So you're just going to tell me, is that a real daycare? Is that a real strip club? Joe, okay. what's the what's the name of Marianne's daycare? Does she have a name? Yeah, Mimi's Baby Love. Mimi's Baby Love. See, that That not, would be a real... That sounds like it could be a strip club. No, it could doesn't. Be either. Don't could say be either. that. You're right. Don't say <laughs> that. But, uh, She's a wonderful, no, I, wonderful caretaker. Don't say I that. I love her. No. Call, her. Her brothers, when she was younger... Uh, used to call her screaming Mimi because <laughs> she used to yell at them all. I scream all the time. Yeah, well, so that's where that came from. Mimi's, Mimi's baby, baby love. Baby love. I well, like it. For example, here's one. Uh, Cubbies. <laughs> Cubbies in Bridgeport, West Virginia. That could be either. That's a strip club, I think. Yeah, probably. I'm going to go strip club. No? No, that's no, oh. a daycare. Cubbies in Bridgeport, West Virginia <laughs> is a daycare. Okay. All right, you get the idea here. You got to get two out of three and we'll get you those passes. When before you can buy them passes, go see John Mellencamp. Now, these tickets go on sale later on this morning, 10 o'clock, for the show coming up March 10th at NJ Peck. 732-774-4444 to play strip club or daycare <laughs> to win John Mellencamp tickets. All right, let's go ahead and start on line one. Good morning. It's the boss. Hi, good morning. Hi, who is this? This is Isabel. Isabel, nice to have you. How's your day going so far? 
So far, so good. Good. All right. Well, welcome to the weekend. We're going to try and play for some John Mellencamp tickets. They don't go on sale till later today. So these are win them, uh, but win them before you can buy them. Play strip club or daycare. <laughs> so I'll give you the name of an establishment. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me if you think it is a strip club and a gentleman's club or a daycare. Make sense? All right. Here we go. The Glass Slipper in Boston. Strip club. Yep, that's a strip club. How about the mm. Silver Slipper in Charleston, South Carolina? Strip club. Nope, that's a daycare. <laughs> Fake you out on that one. How about uh, All Stars in Forest Hill, oh, Texas? All Stars. Uh, daycare. Yeah, that is a daycare. That's two out of three. You're a winner, Isabel. Nice. nice job. Made that look easy. You sure did. You got tickets to go see John Mellencamp at NJ Pack on March 10th before they go on sale later on today. Nice job. Awesome, thank you. You're quite welcome. Hang in the line. We'll get all your info. And thank you for listening here to Jersey's Classic Concert Connection. 1071 The Boss. Silver slipper, glass slipper. Yeah. It just depends what kind of slipper we're talking about. You want a couple more of these just for fun? Kind of. How about Cheeks? West Carrollton, Ohio, because sometimes it's Ohio, Ohio. Cheeks. Cheeks. It's got to be a strip club. Cheeks is a strip club. Yeah. How about the playground in Seattle? Oh. Take care? No, that's a strip club. <laughs> Different kind of playground. Yeah, that's, that's right. Different kind of playground. Time now. Listen, this is a number one job. I remember uh, Eddie Murphy used to do this at his stand-up. He'd say, number one job of a dad is keep your daughter off the pole. That's so, right. Here you go. Time for uh, what parents were thinking this morning. They use that <laughs> hashtag. We do hear from dads sometimes. We call it hashtag mom, M-O-M mom. And we share them every morning after searching them about 7.20, 9.20 for moms just like this. Jen and King said, my four-year-old doesn't have school on Fridays and she's been talking nonstop for five hours. <laughs> and that's why I didn't even notice that the song that she was singing for 15 minutes while we browsed home goods contained the lyrics, if you get run over in the parking lot, you will die. Oh my gosh. I guess it could be worse. It could be worse. It could be one of those songs you hear at Cheeks. Yes. At Veronica Stevens 89 said, teens be like, you know that crumpled up piece of paper that's been on the table all week? I need that for school today. <laughs> the, the kids, Lola does this. All, they're all in the bottom of her bag. Like, you have folders. What are you doing? You don't want to hear that at your accountant. You don't want to no. hear that at your doctor's <laughs> office. Piece of paper. Your lawyer. You don't want any of them to have that problem. Your kids, you know. Yeah. At Anna Croissant said, you can't keep running away from your problems. You're getting older and your kids are getting faster. Anna Croissant. Anna Croissant. That sounds like a new PBS show. I like it. Be on right after Daniel Tiger. <laughs> Anna Croissant. Anna Croissant. Hashtag mom. Every morning, 720 and 920. I can't believe I've become the person that knows who Daniel Tiger is and what, what time he's Look on TV. I'm, what a dad. I know. I'm just I'm such an old fart these days. I don't know how this <laughs> happened to me. Send one in. You might hear yours. We do it every morning, 720 and 920. Oh, fun facts are on the way. The Fast Five, a birthday file too. Plus, we'll do a, a, a he, said he said at 750 about your ex. Oh, boy. Not your ex. Well, maybe your maybe ex. ex. All right. Congratulations again to Isabel from Howell. She played strip club or daycare. I'm sure she's very proud of that. And she won her tickets. Would him before you can buy him tickets, go see John Mellencamp. He's coming to NJ Pack on March 10th. Those tickets go on sale later this morning, 10 o'clock. Show details. Show info. 1071theboss.com. But she won them right here. Last pay, uh, last chance of uh, tickets for winning before you can buy them. But I'm sure we have uh, plenty more for you here. Uh, you know, get into the show. Mm-hmm. John Mellencamp, one of her favorites at the boss. All right, time right now. The uh, envelope, hermetically sealed. Let's try this out. It's Fun Fact Friday! During contained facts that are fun, things you don't really need to know, we just thought you'd like to know. These are fun facts. Right. Facts that are fun. Sometimes. Fun facts. Let me... Right. Let's just... Gift at uh, Mayor Eric Adams' campaign donation center. 
since noon yesterday. A Swiss army knife is called a MacGyver knife in South Korea. Huh. Guess Richard Dean Anderson is big in South Korea. Yeah. Better than being big in North Korea. It yeah. should be called a MacGyver knife. It can do everything. Yeah, that's true. Right. got everything on there. There's a MacGyver this thing. Just MacGyver it. Hey, mama. Elvis never performed outside of North America. Isn't that really? crazy to think about? That's true. And other than a few concerts in Canada in 1957, he never performed outside of the U.S. Performed in the Americas. Really? And never performed outside of uh, huh. North America. Never outside of, uh, yeah, beyond That's Canada or outside of the U.S. And yeah, Mama, I don't like to travel, Mama. I guess not. Had, like six planes. You think he would have? He's just going to Vegas. <laughs> Go to Hawaii, Mama. Yeah, in Hawaii. <laughs> Eat the peanut butter and jelly, Mama. <laughs> Got that new Priscilla movie out this weekend, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. A lot of people buzzing about that. I, that looks, it does look good. Sophia Coppola, mm-hmm. you know, Francis Ford Coppola's daughter, is mm-hmm. behind it. And some people are saying it uh, does not portray Elvis in the best light. It is based mm-hmm. on Priscilla Presley's uh, autobiography, well, though. So It's her account of their relationship. Somebody call a lawyer, Mama. Mm-hmm. The QR and QR code stands for quick response. Huh. Didn't know that, but it makes sense. I did not know that. There was an official U.S. presidential yacht until 1977 no. when President Jimmy Carter decided it was an unnecessary <laughs> expenditure <laughs> of taxpayer dollars. You know what I say? Damn it, Jimmy, you screwed it up for the rest of us. Well, Not that I'm ever going to be president. Us, but but. It's, uh, well, that's what I said, though. What happened to that yacht, I wonder? I guess the government sold it. Interesting. Imagine that. Imagine that kind of responsible government. Imagine that. Yeah. And now... They sold the yacht. And now, when you die, the last sense to leave your body is the ability to hear. <gasps> That's kind of a oh spooky thought, isn't it? Oh, my God. Really? That's it. That's all I got. Those are fun facts. Oh, wow. That one's not so fun. That, that just gave it. me goosebumps. That gave me goosebumps. I didn't like that. Can you hear me now? Ah! Ah! <laughs> oh. I was trying to get on the presidential yacht. <laughs> now I'm dead. Now, <laughs> now I'm dead. Time now for Robbie and Michelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories. Thought you needed to know. <laughs> Man, you come to us to get in the mood for the weekend. We deliver, don't we? <laughs> Are you? Stay with us, Grandma. <laughs> dead. Can you imagine? What if someone says something bad about you and it's like the last thing you hear? I've always hated you. Yeah, right now. And I've been sleeping with your mother. I know. <laughs> you just wake back up for one more second, choke him. That's the person you haunt. <laughs> well, That's how that happens. All right. <laughs> Happy weekend. Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five, five big old trending stories that you needed to know. Being in the know, number five to number one. Stay in touch with us on all the socials all weekend long. We are at Robbie and Rochelle Radio. Mentioned we have some pictures from the fabulous soft opening, the uh, housewarming, office mm-hmm. warming, open house for uh, Dr. Lombardi's Lips and Drips. That's up on our socials at Robbie and Rochelle Radio. So you connect right there. We get some new followers out of that. So we made, we need some, made some new friends in person and online. And that's mm-hmm. what life is all about, isn't it? Because next thing you know, you're dropping dead and you can hear people talking about you when you can't do anything about it. Get the podcast wherever you get yours or right there at 1071theboss.com. And remember, our Saturday show, our Saturday best of show happens Mm -hmm. 6 o'clock every Saturday morning. Well, we start at number five. And what do you know has to do with a Colorado funeral home, which is being accused of giving families fake ashes after their cremation services are rendered. At least one customer saying instead of ashes, they were given Quickrete, which is ground cement, very finely ground cement. Really? Yeah. Here's a customer of the Return to Nature Funeral Home, Tanya Wilson, very upset with what happened. Everything kind of points to the idea that our mother was never actually cremated, and the ashes that we were given are either someone else's or not even human remains at all. And someone else told me that they look like like Quickrete. You know what's really crazy about this? 
what the hell are they doing with the well, bodies when they get there? Thinking. Are they throwing them in the river or something? Right. Why, oh, my God. Why are they giving them fake ashes? What are they doing with the real ashes? Selling them on the black market or something? For what? I don't know. What do you do with I'll that? I'll tell you what we need to do is send Kiefer Sutherland in there and uh, straighten this whole situation out. That's a, that's a crazy story. Remember in 24 when Kiefer would burst in and they, you know, he'd be, I am not kidding. Yes. He's, <laughs> just pull the trigger, Kiefer. Can't take this kind of stress watching 24. Number four. Well, here's a lighter story for you. Not really, actually. A Grubhub driver in Utah mistakenly delivered a cup of urine instead of a milkshake to a customer who ordered fries and a milkshake from a Chick-fil-A via the Chick-fil-A app. Oh, my God. Here comes a customer. This is Caleb Woods talking with the driver and explaining how he believes he needs to be refunded, you know, because they sent him pee in the Grubhub. Mm-hmm. You confuse the cops because, like, dude, this is, it's, a, it's half full of pee. Refunded a portion of the order. I think, I think it costs, like, 25 bucks, and they refunded 18 bucks, the actual cost of the food. They didn't refund, like, the delivery fee or the tip. Listen, bear with me now. It's not the driver's fault. I mean, he didn't do it. It was probably the restaurant. I don't know how maybe. that would happen. I don't, I don't know. know how that would happen. Why, why maybe someone's doing a, a dr- maybe someone's doing a drug test at the Chick Fil A and they accidentally messed it up. I don't know. But the poor guy deserves to be paid for his driving around, right? It's not his fault. It's not Grubhub's fault. It's probably the restaurant's fault. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think eighteen out of twenty-five is reasonable. I don't want to know how he realized what he had gotten. I. I- yeah, what is this? Is this Mott's apple Why sauce? is there what? pee in a cup? <laughs> Again, it's probably someone's doing a drug test at the restaurant. I know that. Guess. I know that at Chick Fil A, they have people who are walking around the line to take the orders because mm-hmm. the line is so long. So mm-hmm. somebody, they were outside and didn't want to go in. I don't. How does that happen? Well, hopefully, it was still warm. They're lucky that they don't have a lawsuit on their hands. That's I mean, yeah, that's, that's really what disgusting. he is. My guess is if he doesn't call a lawyer, there's going to be lawyers calling him. You Absolutely. Know what I'm Absolutely. 18 out of 25, though. Again, it's not the driver. <laughs> I feel bad for the driver. That's a tough gig driving that's around. And it is tough. I'd be all resentful picking up other people's food, you know? <laughs> I got to be able to drive and making a living. You, you, you chose to do nice it. Why around. would you be resentful? You're well, making the cash. I don't know. That's what Nobody's been, forcing you to, to be a grub That's driver. what Bob asked me about this job all the time, and I really have no good answer for him. <laughs> That's no one's forcing you to do this show. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Number three, Alan Ruck. You remember him as Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Ferris's best buddy? Yes. Uh, the, the actor Alan Ruck, he was also in Succession, that big show that was on HBO oh, last okay. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Managed to crash his pickup truck into a Hollywood pizza shop on Halloween night. We started to get some pictures of this that wound up on the TMZ machine. There's no indication he was under the influence. Police are investigating. Uh, he says through a spokesperson, he simply lost control of the vehicle, which is kind of ironic because if you recall that famous scene in Ferris Bueller, he's debating whether or not to drive his dad's sports car, mm-hmm. and then they end up backing it, you know, blowing through the the garage there, the glass garage, and they lost the car. You remember that scene yes, in I Ferris do. Bueller's yeah, Day yeah, Off? Yeah, the red car. Yeah, right. It's just kind of ironic this that happened in real life. Ridiculous. Okay, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. There we go. <laughs> I remember seeing that movie for the first time and being like, this is not going to end mm-hmm. well. Not going to mm-hmm. end well for Alan. By the way, Alan Ruck could be a Judge Reinhold impersonator. <laughs> Remember Judge Reinhold oh, from yeah. Beverly Hills Cop? The two yeah, of them are like, just... they're the same 80s actor. Yeah, that's fair. That really has nothing to do with anything. But bonus, <laughs> bonus story for you. Britney Spears' childhood home in Louisiana is for sale, y'all. Mm. It includes some remnants of her time living there. And included in the uh, Zillow posting, this is true, on one of the door frames that someone etched in to the wood, Christina sucks, Brit <laughs> rules. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's amazing. Brittany having a little rivalry with Christina yes. Aguilera. Or maybe it was another Christina. Maybe it wasn't Christina oh, maybe. Aguilera. Defi- definitely a Could have been a different Christina. Christina. Mm-hmm. You don't know. Mm-hmm. That's the same as when you used to go in school and you'd scratch out the picture in the yearbook because you didn't like them. 
scratch it out. I mean, I think uh, your book is okay, but there are people that do that with uh, family photos and that sort of thing, and that's uh, I know that's a little scary. I know. (laughs) I I think you get you need to be seeing a Fraser Crane if you're scratching out, cutting out pictures of people from your family. Just throw the whole picture away if you don't want it. Scratching out a face is much more crazy. Whatever you do, just remember Christina sucks. Brit rules. <laughs> Go Brit, Brit. Number two, this is unbelievable. Brooke Shields suffered uh, a seizure in public. Who happens oh. to be right there? She's literally frothing at the mouth and her tongue <gasps> had swollen. Oh my gosh. I don't know if there's an allergic reaction that yeah. caused a seizure or what's going on. I don't know. Brooke Shields' medical deal. Bradley Cooper happened to be at this same get together, sees this happening, calls 911, rode to the hospital with her. I don't know that they were really? even friends before this, but boy. You're going to be, uh, imagine waking up after this whole thing goes down and there's Bradley Cooper like, hey, Brooke, you okay? I'll tell you what, I I would be swept off my feet like he was Prince Charming. He saved your life, sort of. (laughs) I love you, Bradley. Thanks for saving my life. So he saw you foaming at the mouth, so I don't know how I'd feel about that. I'd probably be foaming in the mouth just to meet Bradley Cooper. I mean, that's a... I'm comfortable enough to tell you I think that's a handsome fella right there. <laughs> bonus, bonus, bonus story. Well, the heart of rock and roll is coming to Broadway. Previews begin in March. It's a musical based on the songs of Huey Lewis and the News. I like Huey Lewis fine, but talk about scraping the bottom yeah. of the barrel. Does every band, every singer now get a musical based on their songs? Does every... We're going to have the Rick Astley music. We probably do have the I Rick Astley musical. I think we should. Yeah. We should. Everyone comes out in the coat. <laughs> can see a musical number happening there. Everybody in trench coats? Yeah. yeah. Get the Rockettes out there. Why not? <laughs> Kick it away in their trench coats. You rickroll everybody. Huey Lewis of the News musical. It's right It's right up there with uh, To Kill a Mockingbird and yeah. <laughs> Cats and all the other. Uh, Arthur Miller's uh, Death of a Salesman. It's right up there. I guarantee it will be nominated for a Tony. Yeah. Guarantee. Ridiculous. This, I mean, seriously, I think the off-off-Broadway theaters are the ones that are doing actual theater now. Yeah. It's just... Uh, that's those, those tickets are cheaper anyway. Finding Nemo the musical. <laughs> Shut up. Number one. That's a good musical. Whatever. <laughs> Did you know you can use emojis in passwords now on certain no, websites? really? One cybersecurity expert says they can actually make your passwords much stronger because there's a higher number of emojis, I guess, in combinations of numbers. And that doesn't seem possible, but he says it's actually a good thing. And he said drastically increases the number of character options. So the best thing to do is to continue to use letters, uh, commas, numbers, mm-hmm. and the whole deal, and just make it as complicated as possible. Add emojis in there, and it makes it almost impossible, almost impossible statistically for your email to be hacked. I feel like it, it doesn't, because everybody's going to use the middle finger emoji and the poop <laughs> emoji. Everyone. You got poop, flamingo <laughs> dancer, bus coffin, right. <laughs> water pistol. What, yeah. what does this mean? <laughs> so confused. My password is poop, poop, poop. Right. That's it. That's my password. Yes. That's my pastor. I mentioned uh, Priscilla is out this weekend. Also, Meg Ryan is back. First time she's done a movie in a long time. Yeah. What Happens Later is out this weekend. She co-stars with David Duchovny. Also, uh, Daisy Ridley, who you know from the Star Wars, the more recent Star Wars movies, is out with something called The Marsh King's Daughter. But it's kind of crazy. Scorsese was supposed to have the big fall. This movie's going to get all best picture and all of that. Yeah. And who's number one? It's that cartoon about the killer bear, Fright Night at Freddy's, Friday Night at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's. That's it. (laughs) And this is the final weekend, by the way, of the Taylor Swift uh, concert movie. Oh, is it? The Eras Tour before it uh, goes to streaming. We better go see it. (laughs) You and Joe. (laughs) Well, Ross wanted to go see it with you. Ross wanted to go see Barbie. He wanted wanted to to see see Taylor Swift. No, he wanted to see Taylor Swift, too. Oh, well, Joe wanted to see the Taylor Swift movie with you. If you recall, you guys were going to have a lunch date to go see Taylor Swift, and you did not do that. Well, that's on him, because he he canceled on me. He didn't want to have lunch. you guys better go this weekend, or it's gone. And he was back there up near Harold's to go have the pastrami sandwich this week, and no. And he said nothing. So Mm. that's on Joe. Don't blame me. 
I'm ready to tay-tay my neck off, okay? I I'm ready to tay-tay the day know. away. Friday, world-famous celebrity <laughs> birthday file. Kendall Jenner is 28. Is she the billionaire? Is she the one with the big company? Or is she the other one? That's, that's Kylie. Uh, Kylie is a successful one. Kylie. They're, well, they're both successful. Well, yeah, because they both Kylie get. is the uh, one with the makeup line. Right. Kendall is the model with the 818 tequila. She got a tequila brand. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Right, so she's doing fine. She's yeah. 28. Uh, Colin Ka- Kaepernick is 36 today. Dolph Lundgren, you remember him? He's in that uh, Expendables movie. Yes. Speaking of movies that nobody saw, he's 66. A Mimi from the Drew Carey show, Kathy Kinney. Remember oh, she had that uh, blue eyeshadow? Blue makeup, yeah. He's 69. The great Dennis Miller. Kate Capshaw, that's Steven Spielberg's wife. And oh, she was right. in the uh, Indiana Jones Indiana movie. Jones. Mm-hmm. Roseanne Barr. Yeah, I'm proud to have been early on that train. If can't stand Roseanne, yeah, she's 71. Michael <laughs> Dukakis, you remember him? Remember him with that stupid picture in the tank when he ran for president? He's 90. I would not have guessed he was wow. quite that old. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, I just I'm thinking of him. Well, I'm Michael Dukakis, and I brought him for president. Poor let guy. me let me put on a helmet. Poor guy. Oh, Someone should have told him. Yeah, he I've, didn't have I've seen interviews with his staffers. You know, looking back on that, and he said, "There's one staffer that was like." Oh no! Yeah, hey everybody, I'm gonna be president. Yeah, he I don't was know about waving that. out the the side of a tank with a helmet on. He's he's not. Hey everybody! <laughs> National Give Someone a Dollar Day, and okay. it's National Sandwich Day. All right, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, that gives you a couple ideas for what to do for dinner tonight. Yesterday about the viral Italian chopped sub that I want to try. It looks amazing. Oh yeah, where'd you find that? I there it, well, I saw it on TikTok. Of course. of course, but then it was on. It was in the Times on how to actually make it, and you take all the ingredients of a Italian sub with the dressing, and you put it all together, and you chop it up like a salad, mm. and then you put it in your hoagie roll or whatever roll you're going to make, and then you eat it, and it's a perfect bite in every single bite. And I've been crave. I don't even like Italian sandwiches at all. I've been craving one since I've seen this video. It looks delicious. Huh. Looks so good. Time to go see Joe Leone. I That's know. A deal there. They don't chop them up like that, though. So no, I need to ask him to chop them up. Yeah, you get thrown out of the place if you ask him to chop it up. I know. Whatever yeah. Joe tells oh, you is yeah. happening no, is what not. you do. I'm not going to ask yeah. him to do it. <laughs> you know, you know, question Joe Leone. I wish we had real-time traffic with Joe Leone, to be honest with you, but here he is. <laughs> well, then here you go. So do I, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I'll give you a little This Day in History. I just mm-hmm. happened to catch this. It's uh, This Day of 1988. That Geraldo Rivera's nose was broken with a chair. Oh, yes. Well, he had the skinheads on his show, and they I started beating that. the crap out of each other. Through the chair, hit him right in the face. I remember that. Hope uh, Geraldo's nose is fully recovered. <laughs> we worked with uh, Geraldo uh, in the city. He's a very, very nice guy. You always, oh, was, he's a great guy. I was kind of surprised. Yeah, you know, he's totally different than his TV persona. He's not. Uh, you know, he's got kind of that over the top, a little, little full of himself kind of persona. Yeah, mm-hmm. Not, not at all. Very nice. Very polite. Very warm. Uh, he sent me a. Uh, Sent me a, a Christmas card to, to the year we work with. He Christmas really? cards for all the DJ. We didn't even work at the same station. We were down the Aww. hall. He was on the news station. He's a very nice man. So yeah, I'm sorry he was hit in the face with a chair by a skinhead. Yeah, that's that's not the kind of day you want to have. <laughs> no, that's, nah. a, that's a bad day for Geraldo. You know what I'm saying? It's he said, she said. With Robbie and Rochelle. Well, let's try this out. All three of us have uh, exes, so this should be fun. Oh boy. According to your ex, I guess you can pick one. What exactly is wrong with you? What's the problem? <laughs> There's a new Reddit thread on this where people are saying, I uh, I dumped my person. I've just been dumped. And here's what was, they told me was wrong with them. Here's what I told them was wrong with them. Uh, think of an ex and then think what went wrong. What they said was wrong with you. Why it was your fault. 
Maybe it wasn't your fault, but they said it was. Well, what did they say? Of course, there's always two sides to every single story. Sure. So, yep. Especially uh, like with the three of us, if there's time that has passed and you've moved on to a new chapter of your life, you look back and you go, yeah, I was probably a bit of a, sure. a, bit of a jerk in that instance. Sure. So it's not entirely their fault. Maybe mostly their fault. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that my ex initially would have never said there was anything wrong and would have considered himself the one to blame. However, as really? time has gone on, he's become more bitter and that's okay. I don't know why. That's, Guys that's, get like six properties. He's I, that, that's okay. Making good cash. I, I, I honestly, he other than calling me nasty names because we're in a fight, he he's never said, he never said anything's wrong with you. Well, no, but his his new person says I'm a narcissist and likes to talk about it a lot, which actually makes her the narcissist because she's seeking attention. So I think that that's kind of funny. No, but he listen. I don't want to air all your dirty laundry or anything. But in my opinion, I think that he has certainly implied, if not explicitly said, that you don't care as much oh, yeah. about being a mom as yeah, he cares he about I'm being a, a dad. Yeah, I guess that's true. because he you're pursuing I'm, your career. I'm you know? a bad mom because because you're having a career. I I decided to work in. Not yeah. stay home all the time. Right. I guess he did say that. Joe, what yeah. about you? You've gone through some of this. I have no idea. <laughs> Was it your fault, or would you say it's that a they big long list? I would imagine. Oh. What about you? You have a lot of exes. What do you think they would say? Well, we have to narrow it down to one. Should I go to the? I guess the first, the first one I was engaged to was the one that was the worst situation. I mean, it was probably the ugliest situation. Um, I mean, she thought I was selfish, which I am. I'm selfish. I get that. But Did I thought you think she... you were selfish at the time. No, I didn't. But I think she was also selfish. And what's what's troubling is when you get two selfish people together. Yeah. No one wants to budge, and then then you get the problem. You know, she believed that she, uh, you know, was the more like her priorities were more important. Her family, her career, because she was a singer. You know, so her whole everything she wanted to do was was more important than anything I wanted to do. And I took that for a little while, and then I got I got frustrated. You know. Yeah. That's so, fair. so I, you know, she said I was selfish. So I think that's fair. Okay. Let's turn into a very, uh, very thoughtful discussion. All of us are being very <laughs> honest here. Well, how about you? According to your ex, what exactly is wrong with you? What's the meanest thing you ever had a woman say to you, Joe? Oh, I don't know. They ever call you like a dummy uh, you or anything? I, you call know, you a you dummy or? I, I, you know what? Actually, yeah, actually, last night. Um, but <laughs> that's not an ex. Uh, that's not your ex. <laughs> oh, that's sorry. your lovely wife. <laughs> um, but the, um, but you know, I mean, I, uh, my, my personality is such as that. Once this stuff is over, it's over. I don't go back. Yeah. I, I could care less. And to be honest with you, what I, what 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 she what they say, I could care less what they say, what they think about me. I really don't care. I mean, I you know, I've moved on. Everything is it's so long ago now too that it's just you know, right? Who cares? According you know, to your, I wasn't always the perfect yeah. husband. That is for dang sure. Yeah. But no. nobody's um, perfect though. You know, but I, but I just uh, I just you know, I don't know. I don't care anymore about any of it. I'm just I'm just here doing the traffic. <laughs> <laughs> you need me? You need me? I'm here till ten. <laughs> well, all right, we can get Joe Leone in here. If you <laughs> yeah, listen. According to your ex, what is wrong with you? Seven three two seven seven four forty four forty four. I got a feeling we're going to have a lot more uh, anonymous uh, texters yeah. and or uh, Facebook yeah. answers yeah. opposed to phone calls this morning, and that's fine if you want to call or text or Facebook. Yeah. Those are on Feel the free way. To Facebook message too, if you don't want it on the wall. That's, that's fine. That's your he said. she said, and that's coming up next. And Joe wouldn't say. <laughs> Plus, the freakout is up. Oh, hey, now. Nelly. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God. Thank God it's Friday night. And I just, 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 just got I get that stack of leftover candy. That handy dandy. This weekend, I'm told we're putting up the Christmas tree. <laughs> Whoa with me. 
bah humbug and all the rest. But it might be Hest. Please enjoy your day. Enjoy your weekend. Because only get one weekend, you know. It's F-R-I-D-A-Y. Finally Friday. Time to exercise the demons. Relax. Refresh. Rejuvenate. That boss man clear his purse right now and say, hey, watch me. Watch my smoke. I'm gone. I'm out. I'm blowing this here popsicle stand. Can't stop me now. Getting my way out. Getting my way on up out of here. Everybody on your case, it's a boss or maybe Drax or your kids or the neighbor or whoever. Let it all out, will you? That's right. Give me that cowbell, mama. Mm. Right here in the office, never tended, never duplicated, highly outrageous, never ever contagious. Finally, Friday, freak out on the radio. Pucker up. Thank God it's Friday. Let's go ahead and. Everyone's watching to see what you do. We're going to kiss the week. Broadcast facilities, high atop Radio Mountain here, West Banks Avenue, Neptune, New Jersey, USA, Planet Earth. This here is the boss, world famous Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Finally, Friday, freak out on the radio. Work is done. Don't get ahead of yourself. Why not? Why not? Why not? It is Friday, right? We're just started. I just started working. Thank God it's Friday. Wow. How original. I've never heard that one before. What a fine day. It's almost the weekend. Let's get it started. It's showtime, baby. Bonus Beetle Biscuit, please. Just let me hear some of that rock and roll music. It's all about makes me picture that turntable with the green felt, and there's that big control board with all mm-hmm. those knobs, and the smell of cigarette smoke in the air. And there's that DJ sitting there somewhere in the dark on the edge of town playing rock and roll music. Beatles, big Beatle week, of course. You want a John Lennon Beatles song? That's a John Lennon Beatles song. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Actually, it's a Chuck Berry song, but it's a John Lennon Beatles song. <laughs> a little rock and roll music, freak out song. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. It is finally Friday at 1071, the boss, and we are just underway. With a tantalizing, he said... She said. According to your ex, what exactly is the matter with you? <laughs> What's wrong with you? 732-774-4444. What was the problem? Why didn't it work out? In their opinion, even if you're the one that broke it off, I'm sure they had thoughts. How do you answer that? This is tough. No. Text from 1918 said, Apparently I'm a narcissist because I wasn't considering how bad he felt after giving a stranger on the phone the username, password, and verification to our bank account and them ent- emptying our account. Oh, wow. That doesn't sound like a cheating situation. That just sounds like he's an idiot giving his information to a stranger. Wow. Wow. But they're the narcissist. You think that's a cheating situation? I don't know. Or I guess. Is, I don't know. Or he owes somebody just, money or um, something. Yeah, I don't know. Just, that's just crazy. a bozo, yeah. 
Janice said, I caught him cheating so he couldn't trust me. It's funny how uh, men especially will try and play that little move there. Oh, where, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, what I did, it's, it's you right. that does that. Right. <laughs> Rachel said, I'm too clingy because I wanted to hang out a few times a week and I'm manipulative. And most egregiously, I tend to overreact and take a nuclear option over things that shouldn't be a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> All of these sound like very common. I think they say money is the thing that most commonly breaks yeah. up a relationship, right? Yeah. If you don't agree with the other person's spending habits. Sure, sure. Vince said, I got really attached to my ex really fast because we got got together in a low point in my life. She would say that I moved too fast and that I suffocated her. And in retrospect, I probably did. That was really always my problem for a long time is that I was just, I just fall in love with everybody, you know? And you weren't really in love. You just thought you were because you meet somebody, go on the first date and it's great, right? And then then it starts to go downhill from there and you just, uh, you think everything is a John Cusack movie and that's not the way it works. that's not a relationship. Right? And then you're just dying to have them because you put, oh, give me a call back. Let's go out again. I want to know. Do you like me too? You know, yeah, because you're trying to protect yourself. So, yeah. So I think that's, you'd suffer by suffocating. Right. Well, and then if you have too high expectations in a relationship. Well, unrealistic expectations, I think, right. is the way to put it. Every, nobody's perfect and everybody fights and you're going to fight and there's going to be disagreements. So you have to like know that that's going to happen. There'll immediately be something where you go, well, I didn't, I didn't like this yeah. about this person. So <laughs> I didn't know this was the case or right. I wouldn't have moved this fast. What have I done? And then they, then they fall in love with you and then you get bigger problems. <laughs> or maybe this was just me. I don't know. <laughs> According to your ex, though. What exactly was wrong with you? 732-774-4444. Not a shy responders, but we are getting some texts and Facebook messages here. Mm-hmm. You'd like to call and share your story. We don't need to reveal your name. Isn't that, uh, we're not here to shame anybody. No, no, no. Just talking relationships. It's a part of life. According okay. to your ex, what's wrong with you? Phone lines open to call or text or get us on Facebook. It's more coming up. And we're all brought to you again by our friend uh, Dr. Anthony Lombardi. Lips and drips. Now open in Marlboro, at least as of Monday, open mm-hmm. in Marlboro. Yeah, seriously, you probably do need a jacket tonight for the football games. Let's go take a look at your Friday Night Lights high school football update with Joseph P. Nolan. Well, yesterday they actually had a bunch of what they call those crossover games, the teams that don't make the playoffs, right. and they make them play uh, teams that uh, they normally wouldn't. So uh, those were all last night, most of them at least. Uh, but the state playoffs get going again. The semifinals tonight uh, Central One Shore Regional at Shalock. That's in Pittsgrove, New Jersey. Which don't even ask me where that is because I have no idea. <laughs> I'm going to look it up right now. Pittsgrove. Yeah, I all think right. it's in. Yeah, I think it's all the way down in. Um, it's it's down where nobody lives. Down there in the bottom left hand corner. <laughs> well, if you said many times that once you get south of what south of Egg Harbor, you really don't. Care yeah, about there's it. nothing down there. Nobody cares. Uh, yeah, you were correct. It's way down uh, near Millville. Uh, between oh, Hamilton, there you go. between Hamilton and Vineland. So there you go. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. it's by Vineland. Oh, all right, all right. Uh, the Central Two is uh, Cinnamonson will be at Point Borough. The Cinnamonson guys will have to go sixty-five miles to get to Point Borough. Whoa. Central Three, Camden, eight and one, Camden at nine and zero, oh, Homedale. That'll be awesome. Then Central Four, uh, you've got Long Branch, who's five and four at Undefeated Brick Memorial. They are ten and zero. Oh. And then Freehold, a, 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 a conference playoff game uh, with the Freehold Township team at 7-3 and three, and Tom Server North at 8-2. and two. Uh, That is the Group 5, Central Jersey Group 5. Now, South Jersey Group 2, Haddon Heights will be at Rumson. South 3 is Manasquan at Delsey. Manasquan, tough, tough road trip. 94 miles they have to go. Mm. And uh, that uh, when you get off that bus, that school bus, after driving 94 miles, that's... Uh, <laughs> That's a tough, that's tough. Coach, I'm going to go potty. I know, and Delcy's really good. Now, you also have uh, South 4. Colts Neck will be at uh, Mainland. And then South Jersey Group 5 
Marlboro will have to go up to Somerset County uh, to play at Hillsborough. Public A first round, tough, tough game for Donovan Catholic. They have to play Paramus Catholic. And again, Paramus Catholic traveling 83 miles. I just love to do that because it's, it's you know, the, mostly these teams play each other. And, you know, it's a 15-minute bus ride. Right. Uh, but when you got to go like that kind of, it's crazy. Saturday, Jackson Liberty in Hamilton Plainfield at Middletown South. And then also uh, you have the longest trip in the state this week will be Immaculata from Somerville at Holy Spirit down in Epsican, 111 miles. <laughs> it's a little ridiculous, don't you think? It's a little ridiculous. I mean, it takes the kids two hours to get there, two hours to get home. Come yeah. on, come on. Um, and they've played each other many, many, many times over the years in the state playoffs. And uh, I remember when Connor was there, they used to have to, uh, I mean, they got big coaches, motor coaches that they rented. Yeah, like Brooks and Dunn coming to town to play a concert. Yeah, it was. And, and then, yeah, and they would, and the band and everything else, oh, it was, it was a cost of fortune. So anyway, Saturday afternoon, Big Ten football in Piscataway. Ohio State 8-0, the number three team in the country. They will be in to play Rutgers, who is 6-2. That'll be noon on Saturday. And then the NFL on Sunday, the New York football Giants at 2-6. <laughs> play the Las Vegas Raiders at 3-4. And, and then the Cowboys will be over there in Philadelphia to play the Eagles. And then Monday night football, the Los Angeles Chargers take on the New York Jets. And that'll be at 8.15 on Monday night. So Tuesday ought to be entertaining for me. Man, so this, just, this just gets more and more elaborate every time we do it. But that's some good stuff. How excited are you for uh, your arch rivals, Ohio State? Boy, that would be quite an upset if Rutgers took them down, wouldn't it? Yeah, you oh, know it would be I, amazing. You, oh, my God. They, they, they've never beaten them. They've lost to them nine times. <sighs> i got to tell you something. It's going to happen. You know it, what, it, Joe? It, Michigan lost to them nine years in a row, and now they've won yep. three the last three years. So it well, can happen for Rutgers. If happen. I don't know if that isn't coming. But seriously, I, I'm very serious about this. One day they're going to beat them. Yes, they're gonna they beat are. Them. It's and it's be great. just, you know, and it's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. Um, and it would be just incredible if it was this year, if they could beat them. Now, Rutgers also got a couple of votes, believe it or not, for the top 25 this year, the, this last uh, uh, go around. I think they got four or five votes for the top 25. I mean, they didn't come anywhere near it. But still, mm. um, that's a big step for Rutgers to be considered nationally, you know. So anyway, there you go. Friday Night Lights, always good. It's He Said, She Said on Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Certainly is a semi-serious discussion going on today. Talking about relationships gone wrong, gone awry. According to your ex, what exactly is wrong with you? Were you the problem? Or at least in their opinion you were? And what did they say was the deal? 732-774-4444. Phone lines open here. Same number to text. You can always get us on Facebook. A lot of Facebook action at 1071 The Boss. <laughs> your ex says this was the issue with you. This is what led to the breakup as far as your responsibility. Text from 0302 said, I'm selfish for not supporting her when she was making huge mistakes. <laughs> well, listen, there is a fine line there because to some degree you do have to stand by your person, sure. you know, because if they can't sure. trust you, even if you, you got to be able to fail, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You got to believe that people will be with you even when it doesn't go wrong. That's right. So there's a fine line there. Allie said, according to him, I'm too emotional and controlling. The reality, I threw a fit when I found out he was texting nonstop with a coworker, and I asked him to stop, and instead he just started deleting the texts. I packed up my stuff and left him. All right. It's fair. Sure. Brian said, I will quote my ex-wife. <laughs> you believe too much in the sanctity of marriage. She said that in a mocking tone when I found out she had three boyfriends. <laughs> Good for you. I'm not even mad. <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> Not even mad. 
<laughs> Sharon said, my ex had borderline personality disorder, so I was the devil incarnate after eight years, apparently. Hmm. You know what I think is probably a big one is that you rely too much on others, whether it's family or your best friend or that sort of thing, and not them. Sure. You know, if there's something going on, you're not listening to... Right. You're not really in it together. You're really, because that's really all about you if you're listening to people tell you what you Mm want to hear or what you think you need to hear. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So that's probably a big one that I think would tear apart an otherwise healthy relationship. Nick had a funny one. He said, I walk too confidently on the street. Should I walk slouching or in fear? She had no good answer. You know what's funny is people make such a big big deal about uh, sex and about what people look like, you know, bodies and how big are your boobs, how, you know, what kind of heat you're packing down below, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? You know, size matters, that yeah. sort of thing. You never hear people really, unless they don't admit it. I've never heard anyone say they broke up because the sex was bad. There was not enough sex. Oh, there I've was too much sex. I absolutely had a friend tell me she broke up with someone because the sex was bad. They just probably don't admit that to the other person. Now, how far along in a relationship are you? I mean, I figure, you know, if you go out with someone maybe three or four times and you're just starting out and then you're like, oh, man, they're just gross or they're creepy yeah, in some way, then yeah. I can see. But if you're with somebody for a long time, especially if you're married, you never hear anybody breaking up over what they look like, that they're... You know, that they're bad in the city. You know what I'm saying? They're bad in the city. I mean, that, I think, that, that never seems I think to be what breaks do, up a serious relationship. I, well, I mean, because looks fade and all of that fades. And so if you're in the relationship for the relationship. Yeah, but you got to be attracted to a person, don't you think? you got to still be in sure. love, not just, uh, you know, you know, you, you can love somebody without being in love. And I think part of being in love is being attracted to a person. Yeah. But you never, you rarely hear people say, although we make such a big deal about sex in this world, mm-hmm. you rarely hear people say in a real relationship. Yeah, if you're dating somebody and you're like, yeah, you know. I'm going out with this guy yeah. and he's, he's gross, you know? I get that. But I think but. if you're in a real relationship, you would hopefully be comfortable enough with your person to say, hey, listen, like, I'm not being satisfied here. We need to figure this out. Yeah. Rather than just breaking up because it's not really a real relationship if you can't talk to somebody. So if you break up because of lack of sex or because they've gained weight and you're not attracted to them or something has happened, you're not in a real relationship. I mean, that's not... Now, do you think... um, And again, you talk to... uh, I know there's not necessarily you. You talk to a lot of your girlfriends, right? Mm -hmm. Do you think uh, if they're initially into somebody, like they just he's funny, he's good looking, they're just... Everything's going great, but then... He's terrible in bed or he's teeny tiny or whatever the problem is. <laughs> would they overlook it for a while and then go, you know what? I deserve better. Because, again, I never um, hear anybody say that is the cause of the breakup. Yeah, I think they probably would. I, I actually have a good friend who started dating someone who she was not attracted to at all, but liked his lifestyle and his personality and ended up becoming attracted to him yeah. because of that. And now that's more her type, whereas before that was not her type. So she ended up finding something that she really liked that she didn't know she was going to like because she gave somebody a chance. That's so I think that that's... I'm sure there's a therapist listening right now. Someone does psychology <laughs> and saying like, these idiots don't know what they're talking about. Well, but. I think we're all... Everybody has a relationship of some sort in yeah, their life. Sure. So it's an interesting dynamic to hear what other people are going through and, yeah. and what separated them or maybe that could help somebody else. I mean, it, it is interesting. Well... Kudos to those of you with the courage to uh, message in because it is a touchy subject, it but is. interesting. Like you say, according to your ex, what'd you do wrong? What was the problem? Seven three two seven seven four forty four forty four. We keep the text connect open. Where I know some people are in trouble with the text from time to time. So yeah, there's something going I don't on. Know, it's, it's not on our end. It's going to be something with the technology yeah. there. And Send also us a Facebook message if you're getting if you can't get through. It for also, yeah, on the Facebook. Thank you again to our friend Dr. Anthony Lombardi, and congratulations to him, his uh, missus, his lovely missus, and his staff on the grand opening Monday of Lips and Drips in Marlboro. We stopped by the uh, the house. 
housewarming, the open house open last night. House, Man, it was a yes. great party, and uh, boy, what a beautiful facility. Oh, it's gorgeous I think in there. We saw some of the, the rooms, you know, the procedure rooms, mm-hmm. and he's got uh, brand new white chairs, and it's kind of nice to see it before he's started using it day to day. I said, yeah. boy, isn't it, that white leather is aesthetically pleasing. It, you know? it really is. It really is. The whole place is aesthetically pleasing. and Sparkling brand new, you know. Yes, yeah, it is, and it looks very comfortable, and it looks very relaxing. Every yeah. room has light dimmers and the t- big TVs in the room and couches, and it just looks absolutely gorgeous. I cannot wait to see it when it finally opens. On Monday, and a place to go if you're looking for Botox or fillers or IV drips, wellness mm-hmm. vitamins, hormones, medical-grade skin care. You know Dr. Lombardi really does it all. Yeah. We've been talking to him about each of these things between the two of us, too. Yeah, yeah. I've done the Botox, and I absolutely love it, and I was going to go in and do the cool sculpting. We decided maybe that was not for me. It was right. not It was not going to work for me, but I am talking to him about doing some sort of weight loss treatment, so I'm very excited to move forward with that because I do have a few pounds that I'd still like to lose, a few things I'd like to do, a few things I want to improve on and of course coming into the holiday season it's always difficult to stay on track and to stay within that that yeah. realm of <laughs> right, sure. healthy. Yeah. So I'm really excited to have him on my side helping me with that. Well, you know, that's what he's all about is uh, beyond feeling great and looking great, he wants you to feel healthy. And mm-hmm. like I said, he and I have been talking about some vitamin supplements and stuff because I got weight to lose. There's no doubt about it. And of course, last night he catches me eating the meatballs at the <laughs> open house. And then we went to when they had the, uh, the, uh, the what was it, the bus he had out there, the Juvo bus. Mm-hmm. What is he? He's, he's eating pizza. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, I'm sorry, doctor. I'm sorry. sorry. I know. I know. I'm not a lost cause, I promise. But, you know, he'll work with you. He'll so on track. Don't delay another day. Do what we did. Give him a call. Dr. Lombardi, his team, 732-460-9555. That's 732-460-9555. Online, he's LombardiPlasticSurgery.com. Then I mentioned, of course, he's still got the OG, the Palace in yes. Eatontown. And his other locations as well. But congratulations on the uh, imminent opening Monday of the brand new Lips and Drips in Marlboro. Pictures up there on the Facebook page. I have a, I'm approachable. I have an approachable face. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> they don't know the darkness inside. <laughs> up on the Facebook page. Add Robbie and Rochelle Radio. Stay in touch with us all weekend. Get the podcast up there. Catch up. Mentioned uh, we had a uh, call in from our friend Pat McGann. Very funny comedian. is going to be at the Basie this weekend. And that complete audio uh, is up on the podcast. So there's just another reason. Big show coming Monday. Don't forget the Saturday best of tomorrow, 6 a.m. That a big show coming Monday after 6. We'll talk to Chris Tucker from Rush Hour. Mm-hmm. And he's in that new movie, or fairly recent movie, I should say, that was on Amazon Air with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. He's oh, the guy that yeah, goes, do yeah. you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? So funny. Really, really funny. So guy. funny. So we'll talk to uh, Chris Tucker. We'll have uh, tickets go see, uh, I don't think I'm supposed to announce who it is yet. Oh, okay. Well, don't do that. We'll yeah. have tickets to see someone amazing. No, yeah. just don't call him Hootie. Oh, oh. 710, dead guy in the envelope Monday morning. We'll have Yacht Rock Monday at 745. We'll do He Said <laughs> at 750. We'll do the Fast <laughs> Five birthday file. Horrible scopes. Ross will be in a whole lot more all Monday. Michelle had a birthday a couple of days ago, and so she went to Vegas. Her hubby boo took her out to Vegas for her birthday. So Kane is in for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's here yet, but he should be on his way pretty soon. He's there. He's, he's lurking in the hallway. Oh, good. I see him. He'll have the business me. of the day. He'll have some lunch for you, gift cards to the cabin and freehold. Oh, by the way, on Monday, we kick off the free money music monitor. Your chance to win a grand a week from Jersey's free money radio station, 1071 The Boss. So keep it locked right here and have a great day.